despite the finish to the season, a lot went right for the Cubs in 2023. We tried to explain it. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Tuesday episode is presented by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Pleased to kick off another week on the show with you as we lead off this week on a Tuesday. We're rolling along into October here, Sam. Baseball playoffs underway. Bears won a game uh, since I saw you last and uh, we're going to talk more cubs as we we kick off another week here yeah and and, you know sorry that we didn't have an episode out for monday i mean technically i don't think we needed to and i was quite under the weather this weekend and and it was to the point where i thought if i recorded it would almost be uncomfortable to our great listening community and (laughs) you know it kind of seems like since the last time i saw you you have auditioned and successfully casted uh, in the role of survivor. So, well, uh, yeah, I am going to be taking another leave of absence soon <laughs> as uh, I'm going on to the show. And I thought I'd pre-plan a little bit. So usually right. you go clean shaven, you get a beard on the Island, Yeah, but you know, in case I get voted off early, I wanted to kind of go prepared. So, right. And I still, still ha- have some effects of, of, of my virus. So it's kind of a battling show, but let's get into let's, the great stuff. Let's talk Cubs baseball. And huh? I'm not going, I'm not going on survivor. So, uh, well, yeah, some people will think you're taking another leave of absence and I'll keep getting these messages about where you are. People still don't understand the schedule. I get a message every other day. So are, are you by yourself? I'm here or three it, days a week. Are you by yourself or is it with Matt today? Well, I don't know. And, and shout out to, to uh, uh, Tuesday, Ar- Wednesdays, Thursdays, folks. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I want to do a shout out, but I want to make sure I get it right first. Keep going. Oh, fantastic. Well, uh, should I wait that as we keep going? Yeah, or? no, I just want to give a shout out to one of our biggest supporters, Eric, the underdog and his. Uh, oh, yes. He's a throw- big supporter. Well, no, and he's him and I have exchanged a couple audio messages on Instagram, his throw the ball foundation. I'm going to be uh, helping him support that charity. I- I'm going to get more details as it goes, but I just want to give him a shout out. Wow. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited to. Uh, hear what that is. <laughs> Excuse me. And that's going to be before the end of the calendar year, I believe. Yeah. Fantastic. So despite the, the the finish to the season for the Cubs in 2023, a lot did uh, go well, went right this past season. And we're going to go over some of those uh, unsung heroes this past Friday's episode. A little bit of crossover with that, but also some, some good stretches to remind of uh, and a couple other things as well as this was a team that was 10 games under 500 went to 12 games over 500 
course, the finish was uh, underwhelming at best. Uh, but you had a, <laughs> a, some good. Some good oh things. boy, boy, that's a real. You're you're in a good mood today. I wanted to focus on players that are are in the conversation for 2024, at least under team control, so to speak. Yep. Um, so right right off the bat, I want to just get out of the way. Cody Bellinger, who's not in the mix for 24, at least not right now. Yeah. One of the 10 best hitters in baseball. We understand that that, that went right. A one-year pillow deal. Jeff Passan has made the case before Sam. There's no bad one-year deals. Right. And the Cubs really hit that out of the park. Right. Uh, he was one of the 10 best hitters in the game. That that worked, that worked out. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. The team has a club option on him. He furthered his place as a veteran starting pitcher. Then you go down the list uh, of from there. And I, I really hope Hendricks returns in 24. Uh, we'll get to that at some point this month. No, I, I we, might do, I might save that for recap the season. I might save that for one of my solos. Yeah, I, that I think it's a great topic. Because he's going to be back. Given the price point, uh, you got to try to bring him back. Maybe they one try year, to, one for year 25 16. as well. One year sixteen is going to turn into two years twenty. Great, I'm I would be ecstatic. I've already talked to my financial guy. Where I want to start with this is Justin Steele emerging as a top level starting pitcher. Sure, not sure if he is an ace, but he was one of the best starters in baseball this season. And for a franchise that lacks severely well, homegrown pitching, much less starting pitching, this was great to see. I'm so sick. Literally, of right. these terms, he's an ace. <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? He, what, what did he finish the year? Sixteen and five with a three ERA. Like, he, he had an ace caliber season. It was his second full year as a starter. TBD on the rest. Uh, I think that. Well, I don't think there's many aces anymore. I I don't even know what that means. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know what an ace is. Is Spencer Strider an ace? Because Justin Steele had an ERA almost a full run lower. So like I don't wow. know what that I don't know what that means. Okay. I, well, what terminology would you like to use? I don't know. Okay. That's why you're the producer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I'm not gonna shortchange what Justin Steele did because of some, you know, face card and poker. Okay. Okay, all right. I I I think we and, and I know I do this, confuse ace with strikeouts. And mm. rightfully so, Justin Steele does not miss a ton of bats. And yes, Justin Steele had a poor finish to his season. Yeah. Two of his last three starts were not good. It is what it is. Right. In 2023, Justin Steele was one of the two best players on the Cubs. He was one of the five best pitchers in baseball. And heading into 2024, he is going to be, at worst, one of your two best pitchers. Most likely, unless they make a huge acquisition, will get the ball on opening day. He proved that he could pretty much make it through almost an entire season. He had one injury blip. He, Like we said, he didn't finish strong. His, his success... A lot like Kyle Hendricks, a lot like Mike Marcus Stroman, is he relies on making sure that the ball does not get hit hard very often. Uh, and he was really good at that. And I think his success and the way he throws is very sustainable. I think the Cubs kind of, <coughs> excuse me, um, I think the Cubs kind of got a little bit lucky 
with steel because this whole cut ride fastball thing, it kind of seemed like it almost just came out of nowhere for him. And it wasn't something that they, you know, saw originally, but I think Justin Steele is going to be a huge part of the Cubs future. I think Justin Steele will be starting playoff games for the Chicago Cubs at some point. And I'm a huge fan of him. I'm a huge fan of the type of dude that he is. And, and, you know, I, I know we're not doing grades, but for lack of a better term, I, I would give his gra- a grade a flat A. Just it couldn't be more of a flat A. Yeah, and I, I think we're going to do a little bit of a twist from last offseason. We're going to do position group grades uh, rather than individuals. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's <laughs> going to be our twist Okay, uh, as we continue to recap the 2023 campaign. Uh, by the way, what, what would you, you like to hear? Would you like to hear us continuing to recap 23 or just preview 24? I shouldn't say just, but I think I think we always try to balance both things. But I'd like you, the listener, and I to think, let us know. And I think next time we do a vet line, we should just get people on and just say something like, hey, my biggest concerns right now with this team are, boom, and just let them go. Yeah, I would love to do that. And you know, uh, just let let people let people do their thing. You start the sentence, let them finish it, let them do their thing. Well, Ooh. that'd be great. I'd love for them to call in. Yeah. So Adbert Alzali. <laughs> yeah. He was a giant bright spot for a team that entered the season, believe it or not, a major league baseball team actually entered the season without a closer, if you can believe it or not. Right. Brad Boxberger was the bleeping closer to, to start the year. And Fulmer. Then it was Michael Fulmer. And, and pretty soon it was Alzali, and it couldn't come soon enough, player. Because <laughs> he, he fits that bill. He, right. he was the guy. He was the dude to be there at the end of these games. It was exciting to see. And I'm glad that he's going to anchor this bullpen going in, going into 24 and beyond. Yeah, I think he did a great job. I think I would be absolutely thrilled if he was the ninth inning guy starting uh, March 20, whatever in in Arlington. 28th, and and that could be against the defending world champs at Champions, this point. Right. And uh, <laughs> but I, <laughs> what's with these off season shows, man? <laughs> no, it's just it's hard, man. I, uh, two weeks ago, I was sweating this team every day, and now we're just talking 24. I'm still – I feel well, like I'm at a time. Well, we're, I, I would like to do that a little more. We're kind of more recapping 23, honestly. No, you know, so – I want to talk about Yamamoto. But I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be, you know, upset if they got a different closer and he was the eighth inning guy. I thought I thought hmm. Auslai, similar to Steele, was really, really good for most of the season. And then he, his thing was he got injured and he just wasn't the same. I mean, you could make the case yeah. that if, if Adbert Auslai was completely healthy throughout the whole year, the Chicago Cubs are, are, are playing right now in Los Angeles. I mean, you could make that case. You could. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Absolutely, and I and I like Alzali's moxie uh, as much as I do his pitch mix. Um, I wouldn't say he's a a failed starter necessarily, but I think that he found his spot at this level, and the Cubs uh, were able to to find a, a person that they really needed to step up in those situations. Right. Uh, you talked about him a little bit on Friday, but. You know, who would have thought Miguel Amaya would have been on this team in 23, even for a week, much less basically the entire year? Yeah. Got called up in early May. and He was pretty much on the roster the rest of the way. 
And it looks like the Gomes Amaya combo is is a uh a for sure thing entering 24 behind behind the dish. Yeah, and and I, and I think Amaya has like you you look at you look at his overall numbers and you say Sam, what are you talking about? But if you watch him play every day, I think there's real upside there. Like I well, think yeah, he, he could, didn't play much. I think he could be a really good catcher in the major leagues. Yes. Like a, like like a very good starting catcher. So that, that that position is is one of the few that is absolutely settled heading into the 2024 really campaign is. that'll open in Arlington on uh, March, March 28th. 28th. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we're going to see him throw better. You know, he was coming off those those arm problems, so I think he'll be a plus thrower moving forward as well. Of course, we have Nico Horner, likely. Uh, well, I should oh, say yeah. likely. What's I mean? What's the Gold Glove odds for him? Regardless, he's an elite second baseman. Terang could and win. he's a consistent, reliable threat offensively, wouldn't you say? I think Nico Horner's a very solid player. I love having him on my team if I'm going to be greedy, which you know I am. I want Nico Horner to do one of two things next oh, season. I'll go. say it right now. I'm going to wait for you to sip your water so I know I have your oh, Yeah, I'm listening. I have headphones. I should have got some water, too. Yeah, it's a surprise. You don't have any liquid. Well, I might had a voice might, problem. Well, I might do that during the ad. Um, I want Nico Horner to do one of these two things, <laughs> okay? Or, not and, or. Right. Next year, he needs to hit 300 or hit 15 home runs. One of those two. Okay, and, and I like the this or that conversation. I just want him to take a step forward because he doesn't hit enough home runs, and if you're not going to hit any home runs and you're not going to walk a lot, I need a little bit more pop. So I want Nico Horner to hit either 300 or hit 15, 15 home runs. 15 home runs, right. All right, well, I'm going to have to reflect on that because I'm not, I'm not so sure about that ultimatum. Well, it's uh, not an ultimatum. I'm not saying that if he doesn't do it, I'm not going to watch the club. I'm just saying I'd like to have him do it as the Braves come back late and even the series. Uh, this is a long segment. So I think we're going to probably move on here. And uh, we're going we're gonna to actually subtract best move. And uh, we're going to keep doing this. Okay, so so after this, we're <laughs> going to keep going to what went right because it was a lot. Stay tuned. Oh, boy. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and it is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to license pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. The regular season is over, but you can catch the entire postseason on SiriusXM on the SXM app. You can listen to the radio call of your choosing, many of the playoff teams, or keep up with all the postseason discussion you could ever want with MLB Network Radio on Channel 89. All right, so we continue what went right in 2023 for the Chicago National League Ball Club. We left off with Nico Horner and... 
Sam Seiya Suzuki from August 9th on was a delight. Uh, really, really happy that he was able to emerge and be up there with some of the best hitters as I knock my microphone in in baseball. Uh, you know that that final couple of months, you know, seven seven eight weeks of the season, and uh, and 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 what were you able to see from him that he was really able to ascend from that point forward after that mini benching? No, that's that that that's that's or not- that or that is or that or is that the reason you would cite? No, nothing. I'm not angry at you, man. I'm angry just in general. That's the problem. Nothing. He is interesting. He is good enough to where now. Of course, you can't be like that the whole year, or else he, you know, he'd be, you know, Mookie Betts or somebody like that. Well, that'd be great. But he's always had this talent in him, and that's why I supported him for so long. It's just about 162 games. It's just about right here. If you're listening on audio, I'm pointing to my head right here and staying healthy. If he could lock in, he is a good enough player to be one of the 10 best hitters in the league, right? Think about it. Wow. What he, he has the bat to ball skills. Right. He has the eye. He has the power. He has speed. The last two months of the season, Matt, the three best hitters in the major leagues were number one and number two in the MVP categories, and then him. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And if he's a top 20 hitter in the league in 24, the Cubs are going to win a lot of baseball games. And, and a lot of the players said, even Nico Horner on the score, that Seiya is the best hitter he's ever seen. No, people, it's people, wild. people marvel at his talent. It's always been clear since day one. Now, but but again, with great talent comes great responsibility, right? Just yeah. like with great power comes great responsibility. When you have <laughs> what was that? That funny? Are we talking about superheroes? <laughs> no, it's a super. That's a, that's a Marvel or DC reference. I well, I haven't watched a superhero movie since uh, you know FDR. The, the Dark, The Dark Knight. But when you're that talented, expectations come with that, As right? They should. So, so I want to see him again. I'm not going to be, you know, a meatball and say I want August and September Seiya for 162 games. That's not realistic, right? But, and, and I mean, when you look at, I mean, when when you look at how, by the way, it's three nothing Arizona already. I mean, they the are game re- just started. Yeah, they're really. Oh my it. gosh! When you look at where he finished the season, Matt, he had a terrible four months. He hit 285. 20 homers, 842 OPS. He should be close to 300, and that OPS should be in the high eights, low nines. That's a a perennial all-star and a star player. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a great breakdown by you, as always. Uh, You talked about Gomes on on Friday. You talked about Talkman. I think Talkman was going to be in my best move segment, which we could do later this week. Well, or um, or in three months. I mean, we got a lot of time. Sure, sure. Uh, how about a, we do a Christmas to, episode? Eddie talked about. Ooh, I got I got some visions for a holiday episode. Yeah. It might be at a, a local theater. Uh, I got to got to break that news to you at some point. I love when you break news to the people before your own partner. <laughs> well, I don't have any actually anything for. Yeah, I got visions too. It's like in to my see, head. So. I like to see an eye doctor. It's been fifteen years. I'm starting to, I squint a lot in this show. So Javier Assad and Jordan Wick, Sam. Yeah. 
were pleasant surprises. Mm-hmm. Assad in the rotation, out of the rotation, in the rotation, out of the rotation, stepped <laughs> up when he needed to. Jordan Wicks, I still remember watching his debut, just a fine outing. Then he really just kept it going from there. Really curious what Assad's role will be in 24. Um, and, and Wicks, I think, is going to have a rotation spot. Uh, you know, given a couple different factors, but but these were two guys that that went right in twenty three as well. Yeah, I, I think that Assad could be a trade candidate. Yes. Um. So could Wicks, honestly. Um. But yeah, but b- both guys were solid. I, I really respected what they did down the stretch. You know, I, I like I said, it's same thing I feel about Talkman and the rest of those guys. Is you know. I don't want to say guys that didn't aren't as talented, but like guys that you didn't expect to get a ton from that were pitching some of the biggest games of the year and on the mound for the most important time. So, you know, credit to them. They deserve a lot of it. Yeah. And, you know, they were really good. I don't know really. I I, I, feel, I think Wicks has a great chance to open the season in the rotation. Um, Assad yeah. will be interesting. I'm a little bit more unsure on him. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that he might not even be on the team. Uh, you know, would like to see him in some type of role, but if they get value back for him, we'll see. And then, you know, just a couple of other notes here before we get to how much would it take for the first time since I believe March. Um, you know, the Cubs are, are the, this 23 Cubs team, um, the only team in franchise history to be 10 games under 500 to 10 games over. They actually got to 12 games over. Wow. And and from June 9th to June 25th, they went 11 and 2 after the first London win. And then from July 18 to September 6th, they went 33 and 14. A combined record right there of 44 and 16, which is wild. And those were two fun stretches. Those were the stretches that got them to that historic pace and, and got them out of the hole. Um, but but just something to be aware of moving forward that, you know, to, to be 26 and 36, to be down in the dumps, to climb out of there winning 11 to 13, to, to slide back a little bit. I mean, that was the roller coaster of the year. And, and then that 33 and 14 stretch. So, uh, you know, something to keep an eye on because y- there's so many different things you can talk about there. Right. Um, and, and, and it was great. It was euphoric at times. It produced so many memorable moments, maybe in team history, much less just this year or, or the Hoyer era or however you want to define it. Um, but those were fun stretches and, and did highlight some things they need to do better though, as well, moving forward. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if this season I learned that, you know what, it's such a marathon. You just have to stay the course the whole time. Or if I was yeah. right, or if I was right the whole time saying every game is so important and that's why you didn't get in. I don't know. I have to do more reflection on that. I, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Well, I think um, the latter point though, is due to the roster. And right. the hope is in 24, you're not going to have a roster to be hanging by a thread every game. You're, you're totally right. Um, well, right. The, the, I think goal, it's more the former. And, and, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to even add to that. You, we shouldn't have to be worrying if they're going to be buying or selling be, before the start of the season. 
Oh, gosh, no. So so you won't have that race against the clock in July. I think that's one thing Jed kind of overdid this season. Like, prove to me that I should sell. You know, I think that really mm. kind of made people a little bit more anxious than they needed to yeah. be. Um, but yes, to your point, if the roster is good enough, you know it's going to be a 162-game season, not a race to the deadline, and that, that makes things a little bit easier. Coming up next, the return of how much would it take? Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. October baseball is back, and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today. You'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guarantee when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at bat with quick bets. So head on over to fanduel.com slash lockdown right now and step up to the postseason plate with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network and Major League Baseball. As the Bears get saved this week <laughs> from an ad read. All right, Sam, how much would it take? We have about five segments that, due to the minutia of the season, those ended up actually, we never, we literally never went to them. Best and worst, how much would it take? Zero to 100, uh, trivia. And trivia. Those, are the, those are the four that I could think of right now. So we're going to bring back the segments every now and then. And, and today it is how much would it take? So I have one sports one. Uh, and then one like like fun funner one more fun yeah. excuse uh, me yeah yeah more fun and uh, you know fall related so okay. Blackhawks season opener on Tuesday shout out to Lockdown Blackhawks host Jack Bushman he's a major reason why we're on this show I saw him at a subway in Crystal Lake in June of twenty two. Uh, we could tell that story. We've told that story before. We'll tell it again. Well, and I don't like how you Not always right inst- and I, you always insult Subway, and you know, look at what it's done for you. Right? How much would it take for you to go to a Blackhawks game this winter? Yeah, people, people are gonna make fun of me. Connor and, Bedard. Yeah, and, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't like the the sport of hockey. Uh, it brings absolutely no interest or entertainment to me. So, you know, I, I I would look at it as like a night out, you know? So, like, if I'm going out and I want something new to do and this kid's something special to watch, 250 bucks, please. Okay. And please tune in to Lockdown Blackhawks as I will be uh, starting this week to uh, to get my Connor Bedard fixed and a whole lot more. So, it's funny how our minds kind of think alike. Because oh, really? I have a well, it wasn't Blackhawk related, but I have a similar how Is much it would bowl? it take for you? No, okay. How much would it take, Matt, next summer? You know, you're, you're a teacher, summers are a little bit lighter for you, of course. And, At least uh, for now, yeah. You have more, you have more. <laughs> you have, by the way, did you have school today on Monday? No. Oh, congrats on the day off. Um, had a lot going on though. Yeah, no, you do have a lot. You do have a lot. But but the summer overall is a lighter time for you. you do have yes, time that's for, true. For more activities. That's all I'm For sure. Right? The I'm summer, that's true. Your, yeah. Not trying to tell your life story here. I had the best summer of my life this past summer. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I know that. I know that. Shout out to Kira. <laughs> uh, um, how much would it take next season for you, <laughs> lovely, lovely Kira, to go out to 10, 10, 
Chicago White Sox game. Oh, my gosh. That's way too many. No, on 35th and Shields, you got to attend 10 of them. And wait, no. here's the caveat that none of them could be Cub Sox game. Yeah, I would say $250,000. <laughs> quarter of a mil. Okay, come on. That's okay, not Okay, so 250 no. grand, bro. No, if she were listening to this, if I said 50 Gs, you guys would be lined up. You'd, you'd have it done by April. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Don't be don't don't lose the credibility of the show. All right, well, then I'll say I'll okay, then I'll split the difference. I'll say about 125. 250 Gs. What are you? Uh, Bill Gates? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, I was trying to spice it up. So. No, 250K. I mean, I, I, I'd go on the field. <laughs> I got one more about candy corn if you wanted to hear it. Okay, absolutely. It's only a 30-minute show. Yeah. <laughs> How much would it take for you to eat candy corn every day for the rest of this month? Not much. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't. you know, you know me. I, I really don't get involved in these, these dumb holiday Pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. This is Christmas music on the radio. Christmas, you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> not holiday. Man. No, it's not holiday really, but it's the same thing. My answer to all those is I don't care. So uh, I don't know. I like candy, so I'd say you I do every day for. I mean, every day for the rest of the month. I mean, if I'm just having one or two, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I don't know. Okay, okay very good. Um, I got I got kind of like a like a thrower like the one that'll throw you off a little yeah. bit. You got to think your mind. How much money would you give to re-sign Cody Bellinger wow. this offseason? Well, no, I think he should be a priority, and it's gonna have to be an early I know, priority. But it's, it's just kind of a weird question because I don't want to like get. I don't want you know. I don't want people if I if I say right. I how much for, money do we get? Right. Well, no, right. I would give. I would give my. I would give. Uh, you know, maybe it's one of my possessions. Okay, yeah. For I, for for him, I would get. I I, I would I would put a thousand dollars towards it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thousand. I, I don't think yeah. it like now. Now, now, if you were to say how much would it take for me, or how much would I pay to have Bellinger, Soto, and Yamamoto, three for sure. Well, now, well, now you're talking about. No, I I'd, I'd pay maybe about two or three grand. Well, now you're talking about a number much higher than that for me because right, we, right. we'd make we'd make it back with the show, <laughs> right, right, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm starting to call. So a lot of good, a lot of good things from this program. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. Coming up this week, David Ross awards, position group grades, is more as we continue to recap 2023. Again, thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. I'm trying this out today, Sam. A, a new, some new phrasing, some new branding. You give us 20 to 30 minutes and we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps as we're in your ears on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. Over 30 minutes today. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Lockdown Cubs.